Okay, I just started recording too. Oh, goodness. So, let's do the clap, I guess. Cheers. All right. One, two, three. Yay. Maybe one day we'll institute equality into this podcast by letting me do the countdown for the clap. Oh, if you wanted to, uh, we, we... You can do it next time. How about that? Yeah, it didn't occur to me to complain about that until just now. So don't worry. I haven't, okay. worried, about, I haven't worried about it for too long, if that makes you feel better. <laughs> okay. Could, yeah, no, we could definitely have you do the clap. I, <laughs> I kind of felt weird having to do it all the time. Like, Jesus, Stevie, I'm out here doing the heavy clap lifting. No, it's true. It's it's a burden. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. <laughs> heavy is the head that wears the clap. Which, that just sounds dirty. It does, actually. That's... <laughs> That sounds like you've been involved in just a really burdensome friends with benefits situation and you don't know where to go from here because the friendship is gone. The benefits aren't that good. So what the fuck do you do now? Right. Luckily, I've never been dumb enough to get into that situation. So I wouldn't know. I've also never been dumb enough to get in that situation, uh, by which I mean, I've never had the opportunity to even get in that situation. (laughs) I don't know why I would have like assumed I, I guess I assume just because, like, you're older than me, I'm like, yeah, Mike has lived all the life I haven't lived. I, I just kind of figure. <laughs> oh, no, there is there's plenty of life that I have not lived yet. Uh, the life of a millionaire, that's part of life I haven't lived yet. That's true. You know, Speaking I thought of, we were have you... This. Oh, go ahead. Have you seen the Powerball numbers? No. Powerball's up to half a billion dollars. What the fuck is happening? Okay, well, now I'm, like, really tempted. <sighs> I'm going to buy a ticket. Yeah. yeah. I, could do a lot, I could do a lot with half a billion dollars. Jesus. That's a lot of fucking dollars. Holy it's shit. too many dollars. That is too many dollars. That is... Oh, my God. That's batshit. I legitimately cannot even comprehend that. Like, if you take the reduced lump sum, you'll be down to a mere, like, $250 million. Oh, how but sad. Still, I know, that's still, like, too much money. Right, that is, oh my god, that is an insane amount of money. Like, I would I would make it my goal to spend it all. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And see, part of me is, like, I, I could easily live off of that for the rest of my life. And so I'm like, well, should I still, like, part of me is like, should I still work so that I will not, okay, Mike is shaking <laughs> their head, so... <laughs> Because I don't want to, I don't want to just be a lump, but at the same time, if I didn't have to worry about money, I don't think I would want to, I don't think I would want to do shitty work for menial pay. No, never mind. I answered my own, my own theory. Spending all that money would be a full-time job. That is true. That's actually kind of fun. That's really delightful. Like, I would, I would, oh goodness, I would fund so many co-ops. Oh yeah, just go absolutely bonkers. I would like go on Twitch and just start finding, like, small streamers and just donate stupid amounts of money. Well, their fucking minds. I'd do that. I would, like, just start filling out people's GoFundMes and shit. Oh, definitely. I'd definitely be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn. But, you know, I have to actually win the lottery first, and that has yet to happen to me, so, you know. Oh, that's true. The fingers life, crossed. The life of a 250 millionaire is still is still just out of reach. Just slightly out of my grasp. Just slightly. It's so close. It's so attainable. But we just can't get off our asses and pull ourselves up by the bootstraps. Exactly. (laughs) And on that note. (laughs) 
it's gender swap welcome to gender swap a podcast by two transgender siblings uh one of whom could really use 250 million dollars and the other of whom could also really use 250 million dollars <laughs> i am one of your hosts my name is micah my pronouns are they them and I'm Stevie, and I use he/they pronouns. You know, I really was about to be like, "Now, which one of us have you decided is worthy to hold the 250 millionaire title?" Although, if it makes you feel better, I would still keep doing the podcast if I got 250 million dollars. Oh, I definitely would. I could also just like devote all my time to coming up with good topics and and making you play more games with me. This is also true. Also, if I won, it, it, you've won, pretty much. Yeah! We got it in the bag, boys! We both got... We had, we now have increased our chances because we have determined to share with each other. Because that's what family does. Unless they're bad family. But then you know what to do with that with your own discretion. Exactly. No, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, I did some uh, yard work today, which I'm... Trying to do yard work to fight my depression. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I feel like that could be beneficial. Moving around yeah, is so supposed I, to be good for that. Yeah, so I, I got some yard work done today, and while I was doing it, all I was thinking about was, yeah, half a billion dollars could do quite a bit of yard work for half a billion dollars. Right. Oh, my God. My yard would look amazing. You would, you would get so much work done in the yard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not having a day job, just spending all my time in my garden, that's the dream life. That is the dream life. See, my thought was like, fuck, now I'm just going to hire people to do the garden for me. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not fucking doing it at that point. Shit. Oh, I do that too. Yeah. There's still quite a lot of yard work that's like really tough manual labor that I'm not that good at. Yeah. I would hire professionals and be like, okay, help me get the yard to this point and then I can do maintenance. Right. And then I can handle it and I'll keep up with it. Yeah. Exactly. And if I don't, I still have like half a billion dollars. Oh, boo. <laughs> Shit. The yard's going to be... So this yard is beyond the help of half a billion dollars. It is a nightmare <laughs> yard. We should. We are losing more money on this property than we are saving by having a garden back there. I'm in hell and I'm trying so hard to get rid of this property, but no one on the free market wants it because of how haunted and cursed and bad it is. Will you stop calling my yard haunted and cursed? <laughs> It just has a wasp problem. <laughs> Weren't you the one who wanted to have coffin-shaped garden beds? Yes. Still do. I thought you did. I was like, I might be misremembering that, but I thought you actually ended up getting them. So I feel like your initial goal was to maybe get it a little haunted and cursed just for the fun of it. But then someone else says it, and you're like, it's not that bad. I didn't say it was bad. I said it was haunted and cursed. Okay, yeah, that's fair. No, I ended up not doing the coffin-shaped beds because they're actually fairly hard to build. Okay, okay, okay. And I, I, I just don't have the uh, prerequisite wood woodworking skills to do it. Well, once you get the half a bill, it'll be easy to get coffin-shaped garden beds. Exactly. I'll just have some some garden bed artisan come to my home and uh, you can have someone do like fancy interior design, but it, it out it would, well it would be out it would be it would be outside it would be exterior design. You know, I immediately lost my train of thought. Oh. <gasps> Back in my church-going days, yes. I went to the home of a wealthy boomer couple for okay. a Bible study thing. Like you do. Me and my then-boyfriend were, like, the only youngsters there. 
He had okay. joined. He had intentionally joined a Bible study full of old old people, which was deeply perplexing. But he had a lot of fun. So we were there. I- they were surprisingly chill. They were surprisingly okay. chill. This was like a staple in my life for a month or two. Like just going, I that was like a deep memory that I had not recalled from high school until just now. I forgot this happened. But the reason I bring it up is because their backyard was fucking gorgeous. It was massive. They had a koi pond. They had a little greenhouse where they kept fucking like other like fish and creatures in little tanks. And it was so goddamn cool. Most gorgeous garden, most gorgeous backyard I've ever seen. And they had a little coffee table book that one of their children had made for them of the progress of them working to get their yard where they wanted it to be. Cause it was like their dream to have like a gorgeous garden. And okay. it was like a little coffee table book of that progress. And so then they just have their own little book about it too. And I'm like what the, what, what we are not the same. And it seems that they did no. do a fair amount of work themselves, which already surprises me, but the fucking amount of money it takes to even get those supplies, to buy fucking, to buy and maintain koi fish? What? The money I spent just on my, my garden and just me trying to work on it, which is more than I like thinking about. Like, I'm mm. still paying off that credit card. Ooh. Yeah. Which makes the, the state of my yard all that much worse, because I'm like, well, well now it. It, looks, it looks ugly, and I'm paying bills on it. But it looks ugly. I need to win Powerball. Yeah. My, my my consistent theory seems to be, well, if I spent money on this thing, I'll actually do it. That's what I did um, the night I came out and it went poorly. And then I bought roller skates to comfort myself. And I was like, well, these were really expensive roller skates. And I did have the email alerts on for when they came back in stock because they were incredibly popular. They were Impala roller skates. And I was like, well, okay. because I'm spending a lot of fucking money on these skates. Like, like, like $80 a foot. Like, $80 a fucking foot. I thought, that's a lot of money. I'm not even calculate how much per toe that is. Um, I will definitely learn to roller skate. Guess what, motherfucker? Those roller skates are still in the box. Well, you could still, you could still learn. I could. I can. Um, the problem is that if I'm not good at something automatically, I hate doing it, which is very bad. Because, again, I spent $80 per foot so I could be cute and do roller skates. It's when roller skating was really big on TikTok and I got inspired. Uh, but also, I'm not really a fit person to begin with. So I don't know why I thought I could go from that to being a really good roller skater. Because turns out you need, like, muscles and shit. What? I, I need hey, to have I need to have good hey, legs. What? Hey, Insane. Stevie. Yeah. You, you, you know what a, a, a potential sign of ADHD is? The what? It's deciding on a new hobby and spending a lot of money on that hobby and then never actually doing that hobby. Oh, that's embarrassing. I would really love like to get researching, tested. Like researching a ton about that hobby before you do it and knowing all of the ins and outs about the hobby and then just kind of, uh, yeah. Well, well, you might have just done something. I did that a couple days ago. Found Thought of something new. Urban exploration, oh? really big on urbex, what? coolest shit I've ever seen. Urbex, urbex is like what it's shortened to. So it's basically um, people who like in their communities will go find like abandoned places and walk around in them. And the idea, obviously, is like don't get fucking oh. arrested, don't vandalize. It's so you can like admire Ur- it. Urban exploration, yeah, urban exploration, urbex. Okay. Yeah. You, you still only said urbex, and I was sitting there going, I, like, what? I thought I said urban expo- exploration first. I might not have. I'm very woo right now, so, you know, who's to say? Um, who's to say? Who's to say? Not me. I wasn't here. Um, but you can't, like, vandalize and shit. You're just, like, usually you're 
like cataloging it like you're documenting it and like putting it on like social media and it's like kind of like it's it's like I'm trying to figure out the best way to explain it. I think the reason I enjoy it so much is because it feels very much like a living critique of capitalism because of course my little gay commie brain immediately goes there because it's like abandoned hospitals abandoned malls homes diners with all of the items intact inside it's crazy and i wonder like what the fuck happened that this place got shut down everything inside intact and never even got torn down and it was just left to rot it makes no sense to me incomprehensible like it's so walking through walking through a dead mall is quite an experience uh very surreal the uh, unnamed nearby mall that I went mm. to so weird. before they, they, they gutted, gutted it, it entirely and turned it into a whole bunch of separate buildings. Yeah. But back before they did that, while it was still one big building, so it weird. was eerie to walk through that because they still played the mall music. Because it was just like available closed to the store public. after closed store after closed store. Half the lights are off because they're in hallways that there are no stores on. So to save fucking power bills, it's just... Half of the lights are off at all times. The fountains aren't running. The plants are, like, overgrown. It's so weird. And there's, like, two stores that are still alive, so to speak. And so they leave it open. It's so weird. And even since they've tried to rejuvenate it, and it it's only gone so well. And I doubt that the yeah. pandemic really did it any favors. No, pandemic definitely didn't do it any favors. Yeah. Speaking but- of... uh. Speaking of uh, places that haven't been done any favors by the pandemic. Oh, goddamn. The news. <sighs> the UK is running low on fuel and truck drivers because of Brexit and the COVID 19 pandemic. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. Basically, Britain is short thousands of truck drivers because during Brexit, they made it to where if you were foreign, you couldn't work in the country, and most of their truck drivers were not from the UK. Wow. Yeah. This has caused fuel shortages because there's no way to get the gasoline to the gas station, mm-hmm. leading people to panic buy petrol as oh some fuel God. pumps close. The UK government has refused the trucking industry's request to allow overseas labor. Great, so you're just tanking your own country now. Like, yep. The racism really never works out, never really justifies itself, huh? God damn. Yeah, not just that. They have a shortage of, of, of domestic truck drivers because they had recently, uh, the British government closed a, a tax loophole that allowed drivers to keep their tax payments low. Mm. That's the loophole they closed, the one that affects the truck, not the one that affects the billionaires. Oh, yeah. Not not those, but the ones that affect the the truck drivers who keep your little island functional. Yeah, Britain derogatory. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Britain. But <neg>. uh, <laughs> yeah, but the COVID nineteen has made it to where they haven't been able to have uh, truck training and testing sites open. Okay. So that's stacking on top of the shortage that already exists. They'd already be fucked, but they are in it now. <laughs> They are in it. Mm. An estimated 14 million Europeans left Britain for their home countries during the pandemic and during Brexit. Oh, shit. And it's uncertain how many will even return. Can't blame them. Yeah. It's been proven that they don't give a fuck about them. Yeah. Which, speaking of things going on in, in Great Britain, 
To help with the fuel supply, the UK has suspended a competition law to allow uh, gasoline to get to gas stations. Uh, basically, the government has suspended a competition law to allow oil companies to target fuel deliveries to gas stations that need it following the recent panic buying. So basically, they're allowing them to move the gas to where it's needed most. Okay. Which previously, under the laws, it wouldn't allow that. That is So they're insane. actually... They're actually having to change their domestic laws to deal with this crisis. Yeah. Already that's confusing to me as far as why they wouldn't just allow the gas to go where it was needed most, but the answer is probably capitalism, so... Yes, that actually, yes. Yeah, it's just whoever's paying the most. Exactly. Boo. And instead, they're going to be shipping it to where it's needed the most. Yeah. Turn turn the UK socialist one gas crisis at a time. That's Eventually. a threat. That's a threat, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I want Britain's prime minister to start getting real nervous. I don't know who's prime minister right now. I think it's still Boris, but I can't remember. It is Boris Johnson, yes. Ew. I don't have a segue for this next one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, there, There is no segue for this next one, because this next one, I got to warn you, is a little bit heavy. Okay. Uh, I forgot that the gas shortage because of the pandemic was really positive. Caskets are still scattered around a Louisiana community as residents struggle to recover from Hurricane Ida. Oh, no. In Louisiana, I don't know if you know this, they don't typically bury their dead underground. It's in they hills. Have, they, have, no, they have mausoleums and in, in big above-ground structures because it's so prone to flooding. Okay. Well, the floodwaters from Hurricane Ida Ooh. washed a lot of those away. So in Ironton, Louisiana, they have caskets that were swept out of their tombs and just spread all over town and all over the surrounding community. That's terrifying. Yeah, so right now, they're still trying to not just rebuild their community because a lot of homes were destroyed, mm-hmm. but also basically rebury their dead. Oh my god, I cannot imagine the fucking... Just, like, collective trauma of, like, the oh. two events. Like, not only the event itself, but, like, just the fucking aftermath. Oh my god, it's fucking ghastly. It, it really is. They say that they're being slowed down because of issues with just river silt and mud that's still there. The ground is still extremely wet. Oh. As well as tall grass and snakes. Oh, God, that's scary. Yeah. The pastor that they interviewed for this article had mentioned he's still looking for the caskets of his mother, his uncle, and his sister. Oh, my God. They are still missing. The reason I included this mm-hmm. was as a reminder that just because the news isn't still really talking about the aftermath of Hurricane Ida, mm. there are still people dealing with it. It's still an issue. It still hasn't gone away. Yeah. So if you're able to help out and, 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 and work with organizations like MutualAidDisasterRelief.org, Try to hook up with them if you can. And try, try to find ways that you can help after disasters like this. Mm. Because just because we stop talking about it doesn't mean that it no longer exists. Yeah, exactly. And once again, yeah. the government has abandoned the lower-income families of Louisiana. And everyone, obviously. But, like, they literally already did this with Hurricane Katrina. And here we are. Yeah. And, and they here we are. had not even fully rebuilt from that. Like, holy fuck. It's been 20 years. Yeah, but apparently what happened was their levee broke. Mm. And that's what caused it to flood out the entire town. But they also knew that was going to happen and didn't reinforce it. Sorry, that was a bit of a bummer. It's just it's an important no, story mean, that I felt like we really needed to include. It is. I would agree. Because, like, we 
we cover the news and like like you said things don't stay in the news cycle forever they rotate pretty fucking fast actually and so like pertinent shit that is like still ongoing is not always going to be like in the forefront of the public's mind for that reason yeah yeah which on a lighter note Mm. i did think of something lighter that we can talk about stevie have you seen the tv show doom patrol no you need to watch the tv show doom patrol where is it streaming it's streaming on hbo great it's queer yeah the whole thing is like 100 percent all the way through it queer yeah that sounds very good actually what's it about and one of the episodes they come across a street that is sentient like the street has a consciousness okay the street is non-binary and uses they them pronouns and can teleport place to place as a haven for non-binary people that makes my heart extremely very happy it reminds me of the yes. quiz the uh babe wake up new genders just dropped and it's just sentient street that's it <laughs> sentient street haven for nbs that would that would be one of those new genders i guess it would 100 percent. except you had me give you the sequel quiz first which we should have just gone in order because now the original one's going to be messed up but whatever well i mean we could still do the original quiz if you want yeah i do still want to i found new quizzes for you Oh, fantastic. Well, before we do that, there was one extremely important thing that I wanted to discuss. Hit me. Stevie, what did you have for breakfast? Breakfast update, 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 breakfast update. Listen, okay, everything bagel, right? Toasted, in the toaster. Smell the toaster. Oh, something's burning, something's burning. And then turns out it was just like one of the, you know how sometimes bagels get like skin tags and it's like, don't do that. But then it just gets like stuck to the, the element of it. And so it's like one little strip of the bagel is extremely fucking burnt. And the rest of it is fine. I made an everything bagel that happened to the bagel inside of it. It is kind of burnt. She's got skin cancer. What can you do? You know what I mean? Put chive and onion cream cheese on it. Then get halfway through the first half of the bagel. So I got, so I get 25% through the bagel. Um, okay very chewy very bad and suddenly my brain is like maybe bagel kills you and i was like okay girl okay i hear you consider you have anxiety and you are getting back into therapy and i'm like okay okay i hear you i actually can't eat the last half though sorry it is now concrete in your mouth and you are chewing mud and i was like okay as you wish bestie um so i did only eat 50 percent of my bagel and the last 25 percent of the first half was pretty rough personally um and that half of the bagel with the cream cheese has just been sitting on my on my bedside table all day. It's been there since, like, 9 this morning. And, you know, the cream cheese is – like, I slather that shit on pretty thick. But around the edges, it's getting translucent. That shit's just soaking on in there, drying up like Elmer's glue, baby. Um, about halfway through the day, I was like, maybe I'll eat more of that. I did not. I didn't do it. I still haven't. You yep. should probably throw it out by now. Oh, yeah, I definitely should. It's been, it's been a while. It's been pushing 12 hours, but you know, what can you do? So, I also had cold brew, and it was very tasty. What did you have for breakfast, Micah? I didn't have nearly that journey. Boo. Like, you, you had quite the journey. Uh, I had a uh, blueberry muffin. Oh, that sounds good. Where was it This from? has been Breakfast Update. <laughs> you never let me ask follow-ups. <laughs> <laughs> sorry (laughs) at this point i just have to do it (laughs) that's how this goes whenever you say 
Well, we'll do breakfast update, and that'll pad out the time a little. Every time, I'm like, it can't pad out that much time. But then I, like, monologue about my bagel, and I'm like, ow. No, that's where the time comes from. (laughs) Every time, that's where the time comes from, Stevie. You go on these breakfast journeys that I can't even begin to measure up to. And I'm, I'm honestly not even going to try. I truly live a life of wonder. Every day I wake up, it's like a baby taking its first breath. Except if the baby also had, like, bills to pay um, and did, like, just constantly shit themselves, not for baby reasons, but for, like, caffeine-related reasons. Why are you giving a baby caffeine? Well, I'm saying that, like, I am like the I'm like the baby opening its eyes for the first time, but, in st- I'm like, I, I don't shit for baby-related reasons. I shit for caffeine-related reasons. I'm saying I'm like the baby except for this one part. What, what are you giving a baby fucking? What are you giving a baby caffeine? Well, I was just a little bit confused why you're taking this 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 apparently newborn who's just now opening their eyes for the first time, and the first thing you do is go, you know what? Welcome to the world. Here's some cold brew. Get a little productive, you lazy ass bum. Maybe start making your way in the world, you fucking freeloader. <laughs> so you've been here all of thirty five seconds. It's about time you found some work and started paying some bills around this place. <laughs> You should really start thinking of your family. You should really start picking up picking up some odd jobs, helping them out. Maybe maybe get a baby lawnmower. It only does like a very little bit at a time, but it's really good. He's he can learn to drive at the same time. By five, he'll own a law firm. Exactly. Baby, have you considered your career yet? I realize you think that you're a little bit too young to start looking into your future, but if you don't have your career on lock by the time you're three or four months old, you're just never going to get there. Hold on, hold on. The baby has something to say. He did not like that. He's dropping out of college. I don't know what we're going to do now. The whole podcast is going to sink. He was he was going to uh, be our lottery baby. He's going to be our miracle baby. He was going to get us out of out, out of our. Uh, he was going to get me out of my rental apartment and you out of your. I don't know home. That I, I, do you have a mortgage is like rent? Your mortgage is like rent. He's gonna get us out of here. I am still kind of amazed that we have uh, sunk all of our resources into this one infant, putting all of our eggs in this little soft-headed basket, expecting yeah. it to uh, basically meet all of our material needs for the foreseeable future. To be maybe, fair, maybe we shouldn't have invested in baby. To be fair, I had the foresight to hard boil my bagels, and it's not really my fault that you didn't think to do that. Um, so maybe my investments were a little bit more secure. I don't really know what your situation is like right now, but I, uh, I don't think you should start selling baby at this point. Bye, bye, bye. Get baby to the moon. This, this cryptocurrency is going to go absolutely crazy, boys. It's going to be the next Bitcoin. We have lost the thread. The second Elon tweets about it, bam, baby's huge. We've made I don't it. Think, I honestly don't think Elon's going to be tweeting much except like really sad song lyrics. Apparently, Elon Musk and Grimes broke up. Which I think is the funniest shit, because even while they were still together, she still kept trying to like tweet things like, my fellow my fellow comrades, my fellow commies. And we were like, shut up, Grimes. You're dating a billionaire, you dumb bitch. <laughs> so I'm just excited to see how it plays out for both of them, because like, she fumbled the bag. He's miserable. They're still co-parenting, though, so she'll be fine. She already came from a rich family and was just cosplaying poverty. But Yeah, I saw a uh, tweet that really made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Which was saying that we really shouldn't make jokes about Elon and uh, Grimes breaking up because the real victim in this is little baby suggested password. <laughs> Elon in the in the publicity statement literally referred to the baby as baby X. And I'm like, that is so fucking weird. Why did you name your baby the fifth element? What 
is this? I hate this so much. That kid's gonna be so goddamn weird. He's gonna look like a microwave oven by the time he turns two. Kids got, the kid doesn't have a chance. No, not, not at all. Is a microwave oven a thing, or did I just make up that appliance? No, it's a thing. What the fuck is a microwave oven? Cause I'm a thinking, microwave. What? It's called a microwave oven. That's the long version? Yeah. Well, now I look stupid. You have to edit this out. No, we're going to keep this in because you said microwave oven. It made me think of the lyrics from... Uh, God damn it. That, that, that one song by Dire Straits, Money for Nothing. Have you heard it? No. Um, bum, bum, bum. I, was um, born in, I was born in the year 2000s. The- I don't know what Dire Straits is. Okay, hold on. Money for nothing, Dire Straits. Mm-hmm. You have to see the music video. So I'm going to share my screen. Okay. And I'm going to edit this part out. And then we're going to cut back in to get okay. your response. Great. Okay, one second. Oh, goodness. This is so fun. I just looked up the lyrics and yeah, yeah, they did say that. Yeah. With their whole that chest, too. With the whole chest. Yeah. I'm like, listen, based on this music video, I'd assume they were allowed to say it, but, like, you know, you know, I don't know. But it's a banger, except for that one part where they do say that. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who couldn't hear the, um, the music, which of course you can't, I don't have the stream set up to do that. Uh, they did drop the F slur, which they did. I forgot that was in that song. Because apparently MTV uh, wouldn't play that part, which is fair. So, but yeah, so, huh? Yeah. Well, the microwave oven part is fun, I guess. The microwave oven part is fun, but boy, that just boy, the past is a dark, dark place. Yeah. We're like, wahoo, wahoo, silly 90s song about technology, 80s. silly 80s song about technology and the microwave ovens. Uh, and then he, just really they loudly, said- straight people are straight people are being homophobic. And it's like, oh, well, they did also do that, too, huh? Well, shit. What now? Let's see. One, two, three. Whew. Yeah, three. Yeah, they, they really they couldn't get three times in the span of like four lines. Y'all good? Y'all trying to y'all trying to say something? You okay? Oh goodness! I was hoping for something. I was hoping for something <laughs> that would be like lighthearted and like, oh, I remember this song being pretty good. And then, God damn it! Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. You got it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. I'm deciding what quiz to torture you with today. Oh? I have a few different ones of of gender. Um, oh, I thought you would like this one a lot. Um, okay. There are a few, actually. Um, so first one, what classic vampire are you? And by classic, they mean all before 2000. Uh, and the person I reblogged it from had gotten Michael Emerson from Lost Boys, and so that's what made me think of you. Um, other one, okay. what t- 2010 subculture are you? I want to make Shiloh do it because I feel like they're going to get, like, well, no, Scene was, like, right before that dying out issue on 2010, but I want them to take that as well. Uh, put together your mall outfit and I'll assign you a gender. Uh, and my favorite on this list, where are you on the boy toy to trophy husband scale? Okay, well, it's getting to be the spooky season. It so is. So 
let's do the vampire one. That that one has piqued my interest. I figured it would. I, I would be surprised if you didn't want the vampire one. Okay. Enter your name. Okay. Question number one. Pick a mildly aesthetic vibe. Option one. Neo-futurism and leather with a sick neo-noir soundtrack. Two. Gothic castles with velvet curtains and that sexy statue of Lucifer as a centerpiece. Three. Trauma core complete with Hello Kitty emojis and sparkle filters. Four, an 80s nightclub where people are doing coke in the corner and Motley Crue is playing. Five, you like your own decorating at home very much, thank you. Or six, the life and times of a stuffy Victorian who secretly lives a life of debauchery a la Dorian Gray. I'm going to go with option five. You like your own home very much, thank you? Yes. Fascinating, because I could see neo-futurism or Dorian Gray for you. (laughs) See, I was leaning up, I was... I honestly leaning toward neo-futurism or the 80s one until the 80s mm. one was all like Motley Crue. And once they said Motley Crue, I was like, no, I'm out. I'm a little surprised you didn't go with the goth castle and the sexy statue of Lucifer. See, now I'm second-guessing myself because the 80s thing other than Motley Crue would be fine. Well, you did say you like your own home and decorating very much. I do. You know what? Well, well, let's, let's go with that. Let's go with that. Let, let, let's go with the liking my home and decorating. Okay. Question yes. number two. Choose a pickup line fit for a cringe Tinder interaction. One, <laughs> your ass is fat. What's your pronouns? Two, you are quite possibly the most breathtaking person on this app. Kisses your hand. Would you like to have dinner at my home? Three, look, you're really cute, but just because we match doesn't mean we ever have to spark, okay? Four, I am not here to be friends. Five, if this is going to work, I'm going to need your credit card number. Six, what's your favorite band? Seven, these are all awful and I never get a dating app. What is wrong with you? Ooh, okay. So I've only been on one dating app in my life, and that was OkCupid way back in the day. Good that's actually God. How I, that's how I met my wife. My wife. My wife. <laughs> but, um, you know what? No, I'm going to go with number one. Your ass is fat. What's your pronouns? <laughs> Let's go with that. That is the best out of all of them. Okay, what song would you be seducing slash killing your prey to? God, I hope these are songs we know. Hungry Eyes by Eric Carmen, Transylvanian Hunger by Dark Throne, Tainted Love by Marilyn Manson, Bruised Violet, Babes in Toyland, Black Number One, Type O Negative, Feral Love by Chelsea Wolfe, Burning Desire by Lana Del Rey, RX Queen by Deftones, Lay All Your Love on Me by ABBA, Blood by In This Moment, Your Taste in Music is Horrific, I Know, or Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran. <laughs> oh, see, oh. Mm. Some of those are good. I will give them that. Some of those are good. Okay, it's the wrong version. Number three is the wrong version. They said by Marilyn Manson. I would Right, that pissed me off too. I was yeah, like, so I, Tainted Love because, is good enough. Yeah, so because they got that wrong, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go with the Duran Duran. Okay. Hungry Like a Wolf. See, Hungry Eyes by Eric Carmen is just really funny to me. Like, that's really funny to me. No, and it at is. at the same time, fucking love ABBA. But Hungry Like a Wolf by Duran Duran goes so extremely hard. Um, okay, so you have to choose a fit for a girl's night out. The first one looks like something that the Phantom of the Opera would wear. Cross the Phantom's aesthetic with Christine Daae's outfit. Like, white, long, okay. gothic gown. Uh, okay. Two... Pink cheetah print bodycon dress, fluffy white jacket over it, pink purse shaped like a Barbie convertible. Pink, obviously. Um, number three is the ugliest, um, like, velvet, like, ugliest velvet dress I've ever seen. 
it is one of those where you rub it a certain way and a different color appears. So part okay. of it is lime green and the other part of it is like denim blue. And whenever the denim blue shows up, you can see crosses in green. And it is very ugly and very bad. Um, four, pretty standard, black turtleneck, black leather jacket, um, black, like, it looks like binding tape, actually, but, like, over the turtleneck. Okay. Um, I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, a Victorian dandy outfit, so, like, red velvet overcoat. Um, what's it called? Ascot? Cravat. Cravat. Yeah, that's the bitch. Um, oh, how coat. dare, how dare you make fun of me for knowing what the word cravat is? Just... <laughs> It's vi- you, you, you spat that back out like cravat. Okay, cravat. You literally have a song titled "Dandy Among Squires." I know you know what a fucking cravat is. Okay, shut up. <laughs> and I and I'm pretty sure you probably also know the difference between a cravat and an ascot. I don't though, so don't tell me. Um, uh, you're killing me. <laughs> the next outfit is actually a pair of outfits. One is like a pale pink um, jump. Uh, romper with like shorts and it has red palm trees all over it uh, and the outfit next to it is a black looks like a housewife dress uh, with like a big rose embroidered on it and a red belt this just looks like some shit that Louis Vuitton or Gucci would put out but it's really fucking ugly I don't even know how to describe that it looks like if you took your grandmother's green and brown drapes but then also layered um, that white shirt Jareth wears underneath it. But then you also, like, stuck a big-ass teacup under the skirt and then also tacked, like, really ugly, chunky-ass, like... It looks like a cross... Like, the jewelry is a cross between, like, Elizabethan-era vibe and the 2010s chunky, like, coral-colored jewelry that your art teacher would wear. It's a bad outfit. Don't pick it. Um, Next, denim... (laughs) There's so many options. This is horrible, and I didn't know there was a visual medium to this. Um, denim jacket. Harley Davidson bro tank. Um, next one. It's another leather jacket. It looks like something that, um, oh, fuck. Lead bitch in my chemical romance. What he would wear. Um, okay. Or, like, very early Panic of the Disco. Leather jacket. Uh, white button down underneath it, but with, like, the like a shoestring tie. It looks uh, a homosexual is wearing that. Um Catwoman costume or um, something that like a sexy version of the Winter Soldier would wear. I'm going to go with the black turtleneck that had that the little binding tape. Yeah, that thing. I'm pretty sure it's not binding tape, but I feel like that is very much your vibe. It sounds like a corset thing. It does look a lot like a corset, just like like a a corset belt sort of deal. Yeah, it looks like a corset if it was made out of like black saran wrap. Okay, yeah, sure. That. Those are really hard to describe, especially given my current state. I'm very proud of myself for getting through that one. Question five. Would you... Question question five. Would you date a monster? One. Depends. Do they have a human form? Two. Absolutely. Monster fucking 101 was the first online class I enrolled in. Three. No. Four. Is this philosophically or... I also need you to know that I did not check if this question was on this quiz beforehand, so I am a very pleased. Uh, if they have a human form coward but i can excuse that so like you date a werewolf but you would only be like really but you're really only dating their human side yeah yeah once a month i let them go do their thing and yeah the werewolfing isn't like a deal breaker (laughs) exactly i'm understanding um question number six is cringe culture actually dead uh yes into the roaring 20s we go or two no you're cringe 
See, I don't think cringe culture is dead, and I also don't think it's a bad thing. Um, I think that's generally what people mean when they say that cringe culture isn't dead, basically by saying, like, refusing to acknowledge its existence. Because I don't think it's bad either. Like, constantly when I see a post that other people have, like, condemned for being cringy, I'm like, cringe is dead. Shut the fuck up. Like, let people do what they want. So I guess sort of by the current definition, you would generally agree that cringe culture is dead. Because you don't think it's a bad thing, necessarily. Yeah, there you go. So whatever answer would that would be. Uh, is cringe culture dead? Yes. Into the roaring 20s we go. And that's roaring, uh, R-A-W-R-I-N-G, just so you know. Um, okay. Question seven. What color do you impulse dye your hair? One, my natural locks are so beautiful that I fear the beast that strikes me down if I try to alter them. Two, I close my eyes and pick a random box for the splat section at Walmart. Three, anything to upset my family members. Four, blonde, damaging my psyche and roots in the process. Five, I don't have impulses. I pay $300 a month for my stylist to deal with this shit. I'm going to go with number one. My natural looks are so beautiful. Okay. Um, ooh, question eight. Choose a ridiculous ac- accessory that brings your whole outfit together. One, uh, a hairpin that can also be used to stab people. It's like kind of like black and silver. It's very cool. Um, okay. Cowboy boots with spurs. Uh, denim jeans with uh, just a fuck ton of, uh, of bandanas hanging out of the back pockets. Um, four, those sexy rings that also have, like, fingernails at the top of them, so you can also do stabbing with those. Um, leather pants, gun and holster. Um, that's a combo, by the way. Um, the next one, gold snake bracelets. Uh, next one, giving very much Audrey Hepburn. Scarf around the head, sunglasses. The next one is just those little red oval sunglasses. Um, next one, black and white paisley tie. It's very ugly. Next one, black choker, purple jewel, hanging down is a, uh, heart locket. Or last, a Louis Vuitton heart-shaped pale pink purse. Uh, let's go, this is, this is me diving back into my, um, butt rock era. Let's go for the leather pants. And the pistol? I love that for you. I feel like I would choose the little red shades. I'm kind of obsessed with those. Okay, question nine. Would you rather live in a romanticized Victorian period, two, live in a dystopian high-tech future, three, a fantasy of your own creation, or four, I'm already dead, doesn't matter? Uh, three, a fantasy of my own creation. Okay. Question ten. Do you see yourself as impulsive or a planner? One, there is no think, only do. I have a monkey brain that acts purely on my desires. Or two, everything has to go exactly how I planned it, or my entire fragile mental state is going to crumble, Okay. You know I'm going to pick number two. Oh, yes, I do. (laughs) I was going to clock you if you lied. (laughs) But you have no reason to, because this is a podcast about us. Question 11. Pick a familiar, your loyal animal companion. One, a black cat, a classic spooky creature that scares the superstitious. Two, I'd prefer a human human slash vamp sidekick. Three, a snake symbolizes temptation, beautiful but deadly. Four, a crow, very emo, and they will also bring me shiny things. Or five, a dog or wolf, protective over me and those I love. Crow. I We're fucking knew it. I would absolutely pick a crow, too. I figured you'd pick dog if not a crow, but, like, come on. Come on. Yeah, the dog was dog was going to be my choice if crow wasn't an option. No, crow's a badass option. And then you can then you just, like, bring all yeah. their friends, and so, like, you're all friends with each other's friends, and it's just a, a good deal. Um, question 12. Choose a legally questionable activity to do with your friends. One, grave robbing. Two, break into an art museum just to touch the paintings and then leave. Three, you don't have to do illegal things to have a good time. Four, a girl gang, obviously. Five, skinny dip off a cliff in a restricted area. Or six, shoplift from Hot Topic. Number two. 
break into an art museum just to touch the paintings and then leave. <laughs> yes. Question 13. Last question. How do you think you're perceived by others? Be honest. One, envious of my confidence. I think a lot of people have crushes on me and are naturally drawn to my charisma. Two, I really hope everyone sees me as nice and approachable, sociable, and sweet. Three, unapproachable and spiky. Think venomous insect. Or four, too cool for school, baby. Number two. I really hope everyone sees me as nice. All right. Oh, okay. Your result, the vampire that you are, is Lestat de Lancourt from Interview with a Vampire. You yes. are the sluttiest, most dramatic, and sexiest person on earth, and you know it. Blood may be your life force, but you die without attention. Flamboyant homosexuality and low-cut shirts are your favorite pastimes, questionable morals, and I love you. That's gender. That's gender. That's I gender. love it. That's so good. Oh, he's so cute. I was hoping I, to get Lestat. I've never seen this movie, so this makes me exceedingly happy. He's very it's, cute. It's a whole series of books, too, which I really should read, The Vampire Chronicles. Ooh. But there's like 30-something books. Oh, God. And I don't know if I had the time and the energy. That's understandable. Literacy is very complicated right now. Is uh, Interview with the Vampire, is that a TV show or a movie? It, uh, they made it to a movie. Okay, sexy vampire movie. I added that to my watch list because I keep putting just the titles and then not knowing what the fuck it's about and not caring. So it's actually very helpful for me to put a fun little synopsis. There you go. Tell me if you want another quiz because I am vibing so extremely hard. Uh, yeah, let's do another quiz. Okay. Um, ooh, this actually, I don't know if we should save more of the spooky ones, but the next one that I noticed was uh, create the perfect horror movie and I'll tell you which villain is in love with you. Say that again. Um, you broke up. Uh, create the perfect horror movie, and I'll tell you which villain is in love with you. You'll tell me which villain is in love with me. Yes. Um, next one. Okay, that's the vampire one we just took. What type of bisexual are you? Um, the hate languages quiz is really funny. I sent this to Micah ages ago, but it's a list of hate languages. Physical violence, acts of disservice, words of malice, gift removing, and wretched time. And there's a you quiz about it, and I think that's really funny. Um, ooh, pretend to be a celebrity, and I'll tell you if a Tumblr girl would reblog your paparazzi pics. Let's do the, uh, let's do the horror movie one. The horror movie one? Okay, let me see. Okay, create the perfect horror movie, and I'll tell you which villain is in love with you. Okay. Everybody knows that horror is the sexiest genre. Find out which antagonist has a little crush on you. All right. First up, pick an overall theme for your movie. That is an advertisement. Hold on. Oh, my God. It went away. I'm going to shit myself. Did, That's not the theme. Don't worry. Okay. Did, pick an overall theme. Okay. There we go. It's back. It's back. Pick an overall theme for your movie. One, teen scream. Two, psychological. Three, gothic religious. Four, paranormal. Five, slasher. Or six, creature feature. Three. Gothic religious. I would absolutely pick the same. Um, two, setting. One, the mall. Two, an old city. Three, a university. Four, a haunted manor. Five, a small west western town. Small shit. A small midwestern town. Or the woods. The mall. Gothic religious, but in a mall? Hear me out. Okay. There are always little church, like, missions or little, like, storefront church like you know mm -hmm. storefront churches and as malls died more of them started moving into malls oh 
So that is I'm all, like, as we were talking about this, I'm actually like thinking I could write a story along these lines. Anyway, That'd be continue. very fun. Where's you going to plan out your whole thing? Um, pick some inspiration. God damn it. It's a series of photo sets. Okay. Number one, long red nails um, on someone's skin. Second one, I don't know. She's topless and looking out the window and it's black and white. Next one, lady dressed in a white dress. Lots of hands coming at her. Um, four, I don't know. This person is screaming. Five, black and white, film noir, knife to her neck, blonde bombshell. She's screaming. Or six, two people sitting in a coffin and the guy's holding the girl's neck and she's wearing a wedding dress. Which one? <laughs> Boy, that's actually kind of tough. Why are you stuck between a couple? I am actually, but you know what? I want to go with the, uh, what did you say? Was that like the dark film noir with like the knife at her throat? Yeah, bombshell. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. You are picking completely different vibes for every single one of these, and I love that for you. Question four. Which season does your movie take place during? Come on. Summer, spring, autumn, or winter? Winter. Really? Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's a spooky season. Honestly, I don't think we give it enough credit. Literally, darkest nights. Longest, darkest nights. Exactly. Winter. You have to do winter. Yeah. This one is complicated. Pick some fashion inspo for your horror flick. I don't know who any of these people are. Okay. Um... First one, 50s, pin-up, Hawaiian print, two-piece, phone with a cord. She's speaking. Shoulder-length, black hair. Next one, dark-skinned woman, strong blush, um, white braids piled on her head. Next one, sexy nun, question mark? She is sitting on a chest, crosses on the wall behind her. Instead of the black parts of the nun outfit, it's red. Skirt hoisted up, red stockings. Next one. Um, this lady looks like a princess or a fairy, and I love her. Next one. Um, is that Alia, or am I dumb? Who is that? I feel like you'd recognize her. Shit. I should send you a screenshot. That's not working. I think it was Aaliyah. Aaliyah, that's how you say it. Yeah. Send you just From- double check. But it's Aaliyah. Spiked collar. White flowers. Next one. Who is that? He just looks a little fruity. Is that man cross-dressing? Yes. Two men, dressed in Victorian outfits. Uh, One of them's in a dress. They're both wearing black pinstripes. It's extremely fruity and very cute. All right, which one of those utterly incoherent sentences do you pick? Oh, my goodness. I'm actually kind of stuck because... Which one? Let's go with the the two men. Okay, two men. Which other one were you tempted by? The nun. Oh, yeah. No, the nun one, I probably would have picked that. I love it. Um, question six, what's the soundtrack like? One, early 2000s pop. Two, violin, string instruments. Three, mostly rock. Four, mostly piano. Five, an iconic original score inspired by classic slashers. Or, eclectic. The, the iconic original score. Yeah, duh. Inspired yeah. by classic slashers. God damn it, pick some more inspo. They're putting on these really hard pictures. Okay, it's a lady in a short dress, looks like a homecoming dress, cleaning up blood off a floor, and there's a chalk outline of a guy on there. Two, some lady in a horror movie got a bloody nose and a bloody lip. Next one, girl in shadows, shadow hands reaching out to her. Next one, woman stuck in the middle of what looks like yarn cobwebs. Not very spooky. It looks more like an art exhibit. Next, um, nighttime, palm trees, parking lot, car headlights, lighting at the palm trees, darkness. Next one. That's a bunch of knives in a mirror. Which one? Uh, the one with the hands. Okay, shadow girl hands? Yeah, that one. Okay. 
I'm getting better at describing these. Um, question eight. What are you running from? One, my gay feelings. Two, madness. Three, my past. Four, the shadows. Five, a person. Or six, a monster. Hmm. Now, I am torn. Okay. This this quiz seems to really pique in your interest because you keep getting, like, a couple answers at once. Yeah, because a person could be interesting. Mm-hmm. But then again... So could a monster. It could. I guess this is saying, oh, like, if you were in the slasher, who do you want your... Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But also, running from your past? That intrigues me. Like, how are you going to turn that into a horror movie? Like, what's going to be the amalgamation, like, the the representation of your past? No, I can see that being interesting. Yeah, so let, let's go with, um... You know what? Let's go with a person. Okay. I feel like Madness would make a really cool, like, art house film... Pick yeah. some inspiration for your promotional picks. It's more fucking Pinterest images. Oh, that's Megan Fox, and and some dude has got a bloody neck. I think it's a picture from Jennifer's body. Her mouth is bloody. Megan Fox is sexy. Two, um, Shelley Duvall, screaming. Next one, shadow person in a robe, flames in front of him. Next one, mannequin, mannequin white mannequin head, brown wig, uh, blood on the mannequin head. Um, next one, what is that? Oh, it's a lady watering her plants uh, outside the door, but inside you could see a shadowy figure holding a knife. And the next one, um, you could just see a hand with an axe coming out of the doorway, and then a woman's hand on the wall running away. Let's go with the uh, the mannequin. Okay. Interesting. Who are you casting as your lead? One, Dakota Johnson. Two, Lupita... Lupita... I can't say it. Lupita... Nyong'o? Nyong'o? I, might I, know who you're, I, I know who you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, Dakota Johnson, Lupita, John Boyega, Viola Davis, Sandra Oh, Dev Patel, or someone else. These are all pretty good, but I don't think I would want Dakota Johnson in a horror movie. Honestly? She looks like the lead of every other horror movie to me. John Boyega. He was great in Attack the Block. I trust your judgment. I do trust I ha- your judgment. Okay, I have to make you watch Attack the Block. Okay. It is a sci-fi horror alien invasion that takes place in the projects in London, basically. That actually sounds very fun. I will give you that. That sounds very movie. delightful. Yeah. Um, antagonist, Chloe Savigny, Jody Jody Comer. I don't know who that is. Mads Mikkelsen, Andrew Garfield, Catherine Isabel, Lucy Liu, or someone else. Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen is so fine and for what? He's fine. He's Tumblr's favorite sexy boy right now. And have him as an antagonist. It's true. Everyone wants to fuck the villain. All right, next up. Pick a motif. One, food. Two, blood. Three, fire. Four, hands. Five, knives. Or six, teeth. Hands. I'd say hands. I feel like hands or knives would be a good one, but I feel like knives is also kind of basic. Okay. Choose. Oh, my God. Choose even more inspo. Just say you felt lazy. All right. Two women sitting at a big dining room table with, like, tea party stuff in front of them. A spotlight shines on them, but in the corner of the image, you can see a desktop computer with the same image on it of the two women. So it's very interesting. Next up, I don't know, that's homoerotic. Blonde bombshell laying on the ground, I think being tackled by the other lady? I don't know, she's got long dark hair. Next up, uh, silhouette of cathedral windows. Blood is on them. That's it. Um, next up, spooky-ass-looking girl. She doesn't have eyebrows, uh, and she's leaning her lit. Okay, so if you're... 
It's it looks like stairwell railing, but she's just stuck her leg through the railing, and her leg just looks really long, and her shoes are really pointy. I think it's supposed to be spooky, but she doesn't have eyebrows. Um, next up, a blonde bombshell again, but this time she's sitting up out of a red coffin. Her her robe kind of askew off her shoulder. Next up, oh, hands, long nails, blood on the fingies. Okay, I really like the cathedral uh, window with blood on it. Okay. Something about that image just looked kind of boring to me. I think it's because it didn't have... It didn't show the actual walls. It was just, like, all in silhouette. So it's just, like, black, white, and red. And it wasn't as striking as I feel it could have been. But go off. I figured you would have done the hands thing because your motifs. No, not done the hands thing because I'm thinking back to my idea of a storefront church inside of a mall. They might have, like, fake stained glass windows, like, on the front of it. Like, that kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Hair and makeup vibes. Um, I think that might be Hillary Duff, but I might just be dumb. Um, 2000s lady. I don't know. Long blonde hair, covered in blood again, but holding a little iPod up, taking a selfie. Um, next one. I don't even know how to describe her hair. It's very, very large. It looks like it was like it had been curled, but it was like teased out. Big red lip, otherwise natural makeup. Um, Really, like, striking tall eyeliner um, and, like, eyebrows, really, like, dramatic angles um, and, like, brightish, like, reddish-orange blush. The next one looks like um, kind of like a 20s flapper makeup look, you know, with, like, the really, like, hooded eyes and that kind of shit and, like, thin eyebrows. Um, Next up, that's a very natural look. Um, She's a really pretty, like, biracial woman and she has, like, a pink lip and a band-aid over her eye. And, like, long, dark hair. Um, and then the next one is a really pretty Indian woman with, like, a headdress on, necklace, holding a very cool ornamental knife with very fancy rings. Let's go for the, you said had the dramatic high eyebrow one? Yeah. It's, like, very striking. Let's go with that one. It looks very cool. I can see that for your, for your mall, your mall flick. Okay, final question. How does your movie end? The protagonist and villain run away together. The protagonist dies a la gothic dramatic tragedy. Uh, three, with fire, rebirth. Four, bittersweetly. Five, the villain mysteriously gets away. Or six, the monster is killed. With fire. With fire. Rebirth. That's cool. The whole mall burns down. That feels about right. Yeah. <gasps> okay. So the villain that is in love with you is okay. the demon in human skin. It is limitless evil, and it is trapped by its human form. It looks to you as an example of what it means to be human, even though you don't always feel that way yourself. Fire, claws, and gothic religious symbolism dominate your film. Its love is like sharp teeth, but by the time you notice it, they've already sunken in. Huh. Poetry. I love it. There you go. You quiz results are either absolutely unhinged, like, shit posts, or it's like psychoanalyzing me better than therapy did for, like, four years. Yeah, right. Uh, I enjoy these quizzes. I like them so much because I really like just put, like forcing this like Gen Z nonsense onto you because it's it's like I said incomprehensible shit posts or psychoanalysis and you never know which one is going to be and it sometimes sometimes I check beforehand to see what the questions are like and sometimes mm-hmm. I just don't and go based on vibes and either way it works it does I feel like a demon in human fo- in human skin would be your type if. If not for physical reasons, at the very least for philosophical reasons. If I can work up the energy on my days off this week, I kind of, I really like the idea of the story that's forming in my head. It's very cool. 
I feel yeah. like it's like mashing a few different genres together, but it's sort of like becoming a cohesive piece, and I think that's very cool. Yeah. I love this is giving you a little spooky creative spark. I think that's great. Yeah, I hope I can make something out of it. Anyway, I think we've just about hit the end of the episode, so... I think we have. Stevie... Where can people find you? You can find all of my info, all my shit over on steviebee.com. That's steviebea.com. I do TikTok. I do Twitch streaming. I do all kinds of silly stuff. Um, and right now, me and my friend Eli are actually uh, doing casting, voice acting casting for our uh, animated pilot of Arbor Square. Super exciting. Uh, so if you're interested in doing that, uh, look up our, our backstage or backstage.com listing. It's called Arbor Square. I don't know. You'll find it. Give us an audition. I want to see what you got. Hey, Stevie. What? I'm interested. I actually really want you to read for one of the roles. Okay. Um, I, d- I don't want this to make you dysphoric, though. No, it's fine. We can talk about it off mic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. No, I'll hit you up. I think this is a good idea. Okay. I just, sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. Was there, was there No, more? you're good. No, that's about it. I just want people to audition. We've already gotten 169 submissions in the past two days. So we had a lot to sort through. I already started that process. I'm about like halfway through, but there's a lot of them and a lot of people who cannot read instructions. So mm-hmm. we said, this man is not white. And a hundred white men said, do you, do you want me, a white man to audition, but with an offensive accent? And I said, no, actually, that's not what I said. Thank you for that, though, John. Thank you. That's really that's really cool. Thank you for showing off your unique skill set. Oh goodness. Uh, <laughs> well, since Stevie's not going to ask where you can find me, oh, you sorry, can find. Hey, Mi- hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hi- hey, Mike. Where can the people find you? You know what? I'm so happy you asked me. <laughs> people can find me over on Twitter at MX Maxwell Music. Or you can listen to that music at mxmaxwell1.bandcamp.com. And, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll get back into writing uh, spooky stories again, and I'll have something I can link you to on that, because I'm, I'm not kidding. That, that quiz, that got the old creative juices flowing. I feel like you could do a great rock opera, a la Repo. No, opera's a lot of work. I've tried writing opera before. I feel like rock opera barely counts, but go off. Don't tell the rock opera fans I said that. They will fucking scout me. They will. Gah! You gotta go. No, uh, uh, it's rock opera. Kind of hard to do, actually. Because, again, it's, it's something I have tried to do. But uh, That doesn't surprise me at all that you've, ta- that you've dabbled a little in rock opera before. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. But it, it, didn't quite, it, it didn't quite work out for me the way I hoped. But uh, mm. anyway, we're just running down the clock now. But uh, That's true. Yeah, I guess that covers just about every... Oh, oh, before I forget. Yeah. We have a Patreon. We do have a Patreon, and we love our Patreon subscribers so much. We do. And if you would like to subscribe to the Patreon for a mere $3 per month, you get access to twice as many uh, episodes of this show because we release it on the off weeks that we don't release on the main feed. So if you want to hear more of us talking about interesting things... Uh, hit us up over there. We record all kinds of silly stuff all the time. Every single week we are pumping out brand new content for your sweet, sweet listening ears. Um, so if you have $3, consider. Consider giving it to us. Consider. For for 
less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can have great content you sound like every week. I feel like every content creator and also Boomer says that. Well, if you just gave up your coffee, you could get more gender swap every week. Shut up, Dave. Anyway. Well, don't give up your coffee. Just, you know. Add us to your coffee. <laughs> add us to your coffee. Add us to your coffee budget. Just add us into your coffee budget. Just add a little sugar, a little cream, or I'll be just fine. Exactly. Anyway. Cheers, I guess we're good. Now that we've run out of steam, I guess bye. <laughs> bye.